wonder what your ideal colors are? You know those best colors for your skin tone and your features? And somebody's always had to try to put you in a category like summer, fall, winter, or spring. But that's kind of confusing. Why put yourself into a category like that or label yourself as a season when you can actually figure out what your actual, actual custom colors are? And so today, we're going to take a deep dive into what your best colors are. And to help me do that here today is a color expert who has created her proprietary process of how to decide what each individual's ideal colors are. And we are going to do that in just a minute. But if you want to find out and discover what your ideal colors are and then take it a step further and figure out what's best for the camera from your ideal colors, you're going to have to stick around to find out. Welcome to Waste Up Wardrobe. I'm Christine Bartanian, an attorney turned personal style expert and image consultant. As the founder of Jade for All Seasons, I am passionate about unveiling the inner confidence of my clients by developing their personal style and dressing them for success. But is getting dressed up still important in our virtual world? Well, that's where my experience can help with what I call Waste Up Wardrobe. Waste Up Wardrobe is a podcast for all things you need to conduct an outstanding Zoom meeting. It's about how to dress for the camera, but it's not just about the clothes. It's about everything you need to know to show up on brand and professionally on camera. Join me in the Waste Up Wardrobe studio to discuss how to navigate this virtual world and dominate from behind the desk. Hi, Virtual Nation. Thank you for joining us here today. I see that PK Odell is on uh, watching us live. Hi, PK. You are in for a treat today because we actually have some super valuable information that we are going to give you on color. Now, we had an episode that was completely dedicated to color and what colors look best on camera. But we talked about universally flattering colors. We talked about some general guidelines. But today, we're going to take it even a step further. We're going to customize it a little bit. We are going to talk talk about from the colors that we know are universally great for you on camera, we're going to talk about individual colors. We're going to talk about what colors are best for your skin tone and for your features. And to help me do that today, I have a very special guest. I have a a color expert here who will be telling us and teaching us about her proprietary process of trying to figure out what each individual's best colors are that, that enhance their features and make them look great. So before I get started, I just want to give a shout out to my very cool and awesome producer behind the scenes, Rick Moscoso, who's always controlling everything behind the code and a lot of great information. And you don't want to miss our expert live because she is phenomenal. She is really the color expert in the industry, and she is going to give you so much valuable information that you're going to take away and run with immediately to to really enhance your best features. So the Waste Up Wardrobe podcast, as you know, is a go ahead and start bragging about my expert and talk to you a little bit about her. Um, her name is Jen Thoden. She is the founder of Your Color Style, and she is an Amazon best-selling author. She's a speaker and entrepreneur. She's a mother and a wife, and she is passionate about helping women discover who they are and what truly makes them happy. And she does that through the use of color. 
Um, her uh, debut book, That's My Color, Discover Your Five Signature Colors Transform Your Life, was an instant Amazon bestseller, and she'll be talking about that. And um, she is one of those people that really loves to make women feel great, which is so aligned with the Waste Up Wardrobe and the Jade for All Seasons mission and values, because that's what we are. We are resources for women to make them feel their best and look their best. So please welcome Jen Thoden, um, founder of Your Color Style. Jen, you are passionate about color. I mean, I was talking to you pre-show and you were really, the, your enthusiasm and your passion about it really came through. Mm -hmm. And it's it's funny, but we don't think about color as, you know, we just we kind of take it for granted a little bit, I think. But there's so much science behind color. Even PK right now, who's on with us, she is a feng shui expert and she uses color in her work. And it's so fascinating how color has so many different facets, right? There's the, the feng shui of color. There is the psychology of color. There's so many things and attributes of color. And um, and so I'm just really, I'm, I'm really excited about really sharing with our audience all those different sides of it. So tell us a little bit about how your passion was born uh, when it comes to um, color and your color style. Okay. Well, first of all, thanks for having me. Sorry for the weird uh, mute, unmute fight <laughs> with me and Rick, but we're good. <laughs> That's um, why we have a producer. <laughs> I, I know, right? And so thanks for having me and thanks you for that beautiful intro. Uh, yeah, the color is my jam. It is truly become a passion, but it honestly wasn't always in my life. It was a very, uh, it's something that kind of came about and it came about really during, honestly, really, really low point in my life where you could almost describe my life as as almost as colorless mm -hmm. and um up until about maybe seven years ago life was different for me it was uh, it was a bit of a struggle it was one of those uh series of events where i was putting myself first as, and excuse me not putting myself first putting myself last putting everybody else first as far as making sure everyone else is happy. And I believe I fell into this pattern because several years, about 18 years ago now, maybe 16 years, you think I would know the date, um, we had a, a definitely a traumatic event in our lives. My oldest daughter, Kelly, and, and I, have th I had three children, and um, Kelly was uh, seven years old when she was diagnosed with cancer. And she had osteosarcoma, in case someone is curious what that is or what it, what it was, what kind of cancer. And two and a half years of fighting, we, we lost her. She, we did not win that battle. And so she was nine years old when she um, passed away. Mm. And you can imagine, uh, as a mom, as a wife, and anyone who really is good presented with that kind of trauma, you tend to put everyone else first, right? You want to make sure everyone's happy. And, and I was a kind of person that was go, 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 fill the gaps, fill the void, go make sure everyone's happy and obviously put myself bottom last and, and didn't consider me at all. So fast forward a few years after divorce, um, I found myself alone and the kids were at their house, their dad's house. And, and it was the first time that I realized that I had really kind of lost a lot. I had lost my daughter, obviously. I had lost my marriage. And there was this tremendous sense of loss of self. Yeah. And that is really where my journey truly begins was this realization that I had been so disconnected from myself for so long that there was some healing that needed to happen. 
<clears throat> and one of the things I started to do was, well, you know, in order to feel better about yourself, right, to improve your self-image is to look up and how to, you know, make yourself look better. And so I was, you know, looking up how, you know, how to dress and, you know, it's just so I could feel a little better about myself. And I found color analysis online. In fact, specifically, I found seasonal color analysis and I was immediately, immediately fascinated. I mean, I have a fine arts background. Um, I love color anyway. And there's this magical thing about color that's supposed to make <clears> you look better and, and flatter you. I'm like, what is this magical thing? And because I, up until then, I really just never paid attention to something like that. And so um, I discovered I was a spring, which, and I remember going out and buying a color. It was coral pink. And I was going to wear it to work the next day. And this is where it seems so silly now when I say it, but I wasn't then. And I know it's not silly for other women in the same boat. When you've been wearing non-color for so long and you've just kind of defaulted to your grays and browns and blacks <clears throat> and beiges, that wearing anything else makes you feel very vulnerable. And I remember feeling like, oh, I don't know if I can wear this. This wasn't even a bright color. It wasn't like this. It was a much lighter color. And I remember thinking, oh, I can't wear this. I can't wear this color. But what are people going to say? They're going to be like, oh, she's look at what she's trying. She's trying something different. And mm. I just really was kind of freaked out a little bit. But I remember looking in the mirror and I remember thinking, well, there's something to this because I kind of like this, like this color on me. And so I wore, I wore it and I got a lot of compliments that day and it was a real boost for me. And I know that people say, oh, you shouldn't dress for other people and you should only dress for yourself. And there's a lot of truth to that. But sometimes, especially when you're not feeling good about yourself, it's it just feels good to have some validation, some kind of boost in confidence. And if it takes having some other people go, wow, you look really great today. I took it and I was like, hey, this stuff really works. And so I didn't mention, but I had a business pre-divorce pre that I had sold. And so I, had an, I have an entrepreneur flag, you know, and um, I was going to, uh, well, what, what I want to say is the, the, that, the entrepreneur flag was flying again when I discovered color analysis, because I just, I realized that I was like, God, if I feel so good about something like this, what about other women that are going through something similar, that are going through some sort of transition that may need that boost? Yeah. Right. So yeah. I started a blog and it's been, I believe, six, six, seven years since I started that blog. And it was it was really embarrassing. It was called Outfit Ideas for You. It was terrible. <laughs> it was real, well, it's direct. It's direct. It's direct. It's seasonal. Right. And then um, I studied like four different color systems. And what was happening was that people were coming to me and uh not really fitting in the seasons. I guess we're probably going to talk about that, but basically I ended up with this, with my love of color, creating my own color system and the palettes because I wanted other people to be included that didn't fit in these little perfect little categories, you know? So, and cause I, and it, I love it because women, when they find their colors, they brighten up and they shine and they just, they feel more like themselves. And that is all I ever, that's all I want. It's just absolutely beautiful. I you know, I, that's so interesting because, um, what you and I do are so synergistic, right? And my whole blog is called Emotions of Clothes because 
clothes instantly up level your emotional vibration when you wear when you dress up and you you know you're trying to to look good that instantly brings up your emotional vibration it's so aligned with what you're saying about color you started exploring colors even before you you know started your business mm -hmm. but but how and how much it impacted your um your journey and your emotional state which I just I I just I feel so honored that you would take this time to share your story because you know uh, as women we journey and I'm getting goosebumps because as women we journey through so many different things and we have ups and downs we are mothers we are worker bees inside and out of the home we do so much for so many people like you were doing and we kind of forget ourselves sometimes right yeah. so so the, the bringing color into uh your life or bringing um you know outfitting yourself to feel great and beautiful is so much inside work it's not just about the clothes that's what i always want to tell people and help them understand it's not a superficial thing it's about how the clothes and how the color um makes you feel inside which is um, a tribute to really a testimony to your journey. And I'm just so honored that you sh shared that with us. And um, that's what this is, this, you know, uh, podcasts like this and communities like this are like the ideal place for women to share these journeys and show where the, where their, their visions were born. And so that's awesome. So I'm going to move into a little bit, something more technical. Yeah. And, and, and I want to just hone in if, is there one fundamental philosophy, Jen, that you hold when it comes to color or, um, color for, 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 you know, dressing yourself mm -hmm. with color? Um, one philosophy. Yeah. The philosophy is <laughs> if it feels good, if it's a color that just makes you feel really, really good, then you should wear it. And that's not technical at all, right? It's, no, it's the truth, though. Um, I just feel like it's that's what it's ultimately about is to just give you that energy that you need at that moment, whatever that level of energy is. If you love it and you feel good in it, you should absolutely wear it. So even if somebody's told you that's not the right color for you, is that does that hold true for you? Yeah, I do. Because the thing is, is that you know, it's one thing to wear a color that's, that's flattering, right? And if you don't have a lot of confidence you're, or you're, you're working on building yourself up, yeah. right? And, um, you know, if you're down low like I was, you need that little bit of build. It you, you know, wearing colors that someone tells you looks good is always a good start. It's a, it helps to boost you up and to build you up. But, but really, the, nothing is more beautiful. And when a woman owns their confidence and this is what they this is who they are it is authentic it is true to themselves and if they love the color hot pink and they just love it and they own it and they just feel good in it <laughs> right like yep. then that that's what you notice yeah you notice you still notice the person because she is you know she's owning whatever it is that she, her style that's someone who's just really comfortable with herself and is courageous with being just true to herself. But a lot of us aren't really there yet. Right. And so, yeah. you know, you have to kind of find where you are and kind of get there on your own. And it may still be colors that always flatter you. You may not be so bold to wear the, the hot pink. Right. But yeah. that's okay too, because that's who you are. It's just, your authenticity yeah. coming through. Well, I mean, again, that goes back to that fundamental thing about, clothes and color and how that really, I mean, your philosophy kind of proves or at least supports my philosophy that clothes um, are not 
all about the outside. It's really just right. not a superficial thing. It's how it makes you feel inside. It's the, how it makes you command your presence and how people receive you. There's so much inside work that happens when you do that. Um, so, you know, um, you have a proprietary process that yeah. you have created, which is so fascinating um, because I hold the same philosophy as you do. I mean, I'll have sometimes people uh, clients come and say, well, I love this color, but I was told it's not my color, so I can't wear it. And I, I'm always like, we got to fix that. We got to figure out a way. Um, and, uh, and, and, and really sometimes it's all about how you style the color, yeah. right? If to, to enhance it for you. Um, because I don't, I truly don't think that there's a color that somebody can't wear. Of course, there are those colors that are best for you. Of course, I, I agree there, but you know, you shouldn't kind of take a color out of your repertoire because somebody told you it's not for you. So, um, so I guess uh, my question is, because I feel like uh, after exploring your proprietary system, it's it, it kind of has a little bit of that wiggle room. It doesn't kind of put you in a box. You know, there's so many uh, methods of figuring out your best colors and yours seems like it could be customized. So can you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah. Okay. And you can kind of cut me off if I go too long on this. No, I know you're passionate. So I will start out with this. I mentioned very quickly that this system was, was, was created because people weren't fitting in and what was and I want to go a little bit just a little bit more specific on what I mean by they weren't fitting in you know when you see photos online for color analysis the photos are usually of people that are pretty perfect like they fit perfectly in the characteristics of of a season for example what, what I was getting were uh, and I still do is a lot of women that are, are they've got a mix of stuff they've got gray hair silver white the, you know, dark skin, light skin with gray hair, like it's all these different combinations that are don't that don't make sense in some of these more picture perfect buckets of, of color type. And so I when I took us to took a step back and started to look at what was unique about these individuals and what was, uh, you know, how you would describe some of these color palettes I was looking at, I realized that there was one fundamental theme that I feel if you figure this one thing out, you you already like almost you're almost already there as far as figuring out what your color type is, and it's it's chroma. So if you think about color in general, uh, the the purest purest version of a color without any anything touching it, that's that's a pure chroma color. It's a bright color. You'll hear me say bright and soft in your color style all the time. Like this is a bright top, for example, right? Bright painting behind me. And then we have soft colors, which are slightly muted, slightly grayed, maybe not too gray, but definitely when you see it, they're not super, super bright. And, and I've noticed that colors that are most flattering on an individual are the colors that are in harmony with their natural coloring tone. They are how you describe that person's features are the same kind of colors that are going to also flatter you. Mm -hmm. So if a person tends to have brighter eyes, brighter hair, brighter skin, really, really high contrast about them, like dark skin and bright eyes and bright teeth, for example, they're going to work, they're going to look really great and best in brighter colors. If someone's more soft, they have a gray blend, soft gray blue eyes, uh, soft hazel eyes, and much more of a soft quality about them, they're going to look better in the softer colors. And so if you can figure out what your chroma is, whether you're bright or soft first, then you are already halfway or more than halfway there is figuring out what colors look best because 
often people will say to me, well, I can't wear blue. Blue, I don't even put blue on me. I don't like blue. But the reality is, is that sometimes it's because that person kept putting on a bright blue and the bright blue is just too strong on them. You put a gray blue on them and it's now perfectly in harmony. And now they notice, wow, I never thought to wear that color. I just assumed that all blues were the same blue. So if you can figure out the chroma, you now at least know what type of color you can wear. Yeah. So the first step really in your process is figuring out your chroma and, uh, you know, you defined it for us and actually it makes a lot of sense. It, you know, it takes a little bit of thinking about, but yeah. it definitely makes sense. And so that's what I love about your process because, you know, um, you know, uh, there are so many ways to figure this out that, you know, people have talked about, but I feel like yours really makes sense. Like it, people can really understand it and apply it. And that's what I love about it. Um, and, uh, you know, so many women kind of shy away from color. Um, and I, and, and sometimes it's just hard to get them to shift their mindset about that because it is bold, right? To wear a bright color, even if your colors are the, the bright colors are the right colors. Mm -hmm. So, um, first of all, why do you think that is? And, and second of all, have you ever tried to, um, convince a woman or a person that, you know, even though they feel like bright isn't for them, that, that maybe they should give it a shot. So, all right. So first one, first question. Yeah. First, why? Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that wearing a color, any color, especially if it's very different from what they've used, they're used to wearing, th there's a fear of standing out. There's a fear of being and appearing different. And, you know, that fear of what are people going to say? What are people going to think? And and it's 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 a very uncomfortable place to be. And especially if you've defaulted to wearing black, you know, and your and neutrals, which is often the case because they don't know what color to wear, so they just wear neutrals. Wearing a color suddenly makes you stand out. It makes you feel different. The energy of a color versus a neutral is very different and you feel very exposed and vulnerable. And I think that it can be very, very frightening for a lot of people if they have been defaulted to neutral for so long, because like you said, it's an, and this is an inside job. Yeah. The colors on the outside, but it's a little bit of a reflection that your wardrobe is a kind of a reflection of your person, not necessarily just your personality, but just kind of where you are presently in your world. And so it, it's not just a, a fun analogy to say, Oh, you know, my wardrobe's lack of color because it's, it's possible that, there's other things too that are kind of dulling that that colorful spirit that you've got, right? It's just keeping everything quiet. And so it's really tough sometimes to stand out. So I often get clients that they get, they're really excited about their color palette. They've got their best colors now in front of them, but they they just keep punting on colors that the the group will tell them look good on them because it's just so scary. And so what I tell women that are struggling with this, right? They, they want to try something different, but it's just, it's a lot at first is that you don't have to go big. You can go really, really small and just do little things. So if you really like this color, like, let's just say that it's this color here. Like I say, you have to wear this bright coral. It looks so amazing on you. And it's just like, oh, that's just too much. Then you can do it in small bits. Like maybe, maybe find a bag or a, a scarf that you can take off if it's feeling like too much. You know, you can just pop it in to your world and kind of get used to it. And then my, 
I, I really believe that once you start to kind of carry that color around with you, like if it's a fun colored bag or a pair of shoes or something like that, you start to get used to it. It doesn't look so bright anymore. Have you ever noticed like when you you paint a wall color, like you've got the swatches and you're like, oh my God, it's a lot of color. I don't know, this is gonna be crazy. And then you put it on and the first few strokes of the color on the wall, it feels like, oh my God, what did we do? What did we do? We just made this huge mistake. This is like so, so bright. But then once the whole thing is finally painted and you get back and you look at the full picture, it's not so bright anymore. Now it looks just right, like it should have always been. And it's kind of the same thing in wearing clothes. You're kind of this blank canvas and you put on this bright color and at first it's gonna feel so bright, but after like a day, you realize that this is me. I, yeah. I really like it, you know? Yeah. And hopefully it opens up the floodgates because once someone usually does that, then it's like, well, they wanna try other stuff now. It's like yeah. whole creative play. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's like, you just don't know. It's shocking when you're doing something different. Right. Mm -hmm. And then, and then it almost like grows on you and you have to take it for a test run. And then you realize, ah, this actually feels really good. It's just sort of that unexpected thing that yeah. you start that you weren't used to before. And cause we are creatures of habit, um, you know, and it's interesting, um, you know, because it's, it's, it's a great way to start feeling confident is to splash color into your wardrobe. And I love what you said because it aligns again with a lot of what I do. Um, in that, you know, some people are really shy about maybe wearing a pattern, like a leopard pattern, let's say. But mm -hmm. I, I, but sometimes I feel like it's like the perfect thing for them. So we just do it in baby steps or just splash it in with, you know, a great little belt or a scarf or, um, a bag. And, and then all of a sudden they're like, ah, yeah, this is me. And I feel feel good about it and then they can go from there and grow from there. So mm -hmm. that is, uh, it's so interesting. The way you talk about color is the same way I talk about um, styling outfits, you know, because it is a whole new world, right? Yeah. For people when they're coming to get, get your help. So um, one of the things I was, I wanted to share, I know we, we talked about your uh, journey, but I know you've worked with so many people. Um, can you give us a, like a case study or an example uh, of where one uh, of a time where you actually really shifted somebody's thinking about color and, um, and then you saw it pretty clearly how that impacted them emotionally? Yeah, um, I can. So there's a particular woman that's in our face. Well, so, so first of all, um, so I have a Facebook group and the only reason I'm bringing it up is because I believe community and surrounding yourself with people that support you is a big part of this journey. And, um, this is a woman that had come to me. She had, um, she had gray, she, you know, she wanted to grow her gray hair out. That was part of it. And because she, the, the dye was making her sick, she was getting some kind of aversion to the dye and she needed to grow her gray hair out. And that was that right there, that, that change alone was really, really um, taking her, taking her out for the count. And so we had done her colors for her with the gray hair in mind. And you know, as she started to grow out her gray hair, she was really, really resistant. Like, she was in the group and she was posting, uh, but she wouldn't post her. She wouldn't post herself in her colors. And it was the community that was that had encouraged her because we have like color challenges and stuff. Yeah. And they had encouraged her to, you know, to try something like, oh, my gosh, you look so amazing in red. You should totally wear red. And red is like, you know, that's a really bold color. But because her hair was coming in this white silver, it was one of the colors I told her would just be a 
just mind-blowingly beautiful if she would wear it. And so sure enough, she did. And she took a, you know, a selfie and she put it in the group. And of course, you know, the community was always loving and supportive of her and she did look amazing. But what happened afterwards is that she wrote this like novel post and it was so beautiful because it wasn't about how she, about the color so much is that she used the words, I now feel like myself. I now feel like my outside finally matches my insides. And I just didn't have the courage to do it until I, you know, until I started to get support from, from the ladies in that group. And it was, it was so awesome because after that, like everything about her demeanor changed. She smiles, she takes selfies and she's trying new things. She, she participates in the challenges now. And it's just, it's just so much fun to witness someone completely shift how they see themselves simply by trying to wear one one color. It was just, yeah. it, there's a lot of those, but the, this one in particular always resonates with me because she the, the letter that she wrote was just so beautiful and it still gets me, it's, it just makes me so happy. <laughs> I mean, this is the part that is so rewarding about the work we yeah. do, right? been a closet edit that I have done and I'm this is a blanket statement but it's true where um, the person I'm working with doesn't get emotional about something in that closet and you know that's why um, my blog was termed emotions of clothes because it's really about the stories of all my clients and um, and it's just it's it's very rewarding to be part of a woman another woman's journey in feeling her best and emotionally up leveling her it's it's a it's something that really is a human connection that like no other and i love that you mentioned your um your group and the waste up wardrobe community is getting bigger and that's something we are looking to do because we want that community of women that serve that serves each other and is really kind of networks and enjoys yeah. um giving each other um you know confidence and input um, so the first thing we talked about was chroma. That's the first step to figuring out through your process. Mm -hmm. Um, so it, what's the second step or what's the next step from there? If, if I can ask you that, and, and, you know, you can speak in general terms cause I know oh, this no, is fine. Uh, very complicated, but just give us, give the audience like a sense of like, if they were kind of trying to follow, um, a uh, summary of that, what, okay. what the next step is. Okay. So the next step is your, your temperature, your undertones. Now, this is a controversial topic. Oh my goodness, I have so <laughs> I've had to create so many videos about undertones because I people really struggle with: Am I cool or am I warm or am I neutral? And I feel like I'm in between. I feel like I'm both. And there's a lot of misunderstandings around your undertone and the colors that you can wear. So you could have, in my, in my opinion, most people not. There's a few that are different there. And we'll talk about that at a, probably another question you have on the list there for me, Christine. <laughs> but the, most people are warm or cool. And what I mean by that is that you wear color, the warmer, the warmer colors on the color wheel, the colors that range from like red orange all the way to like a golden yellow, best. Where someone who has cool undertones is going to wear colors from like those blue pinks, those magenta colors and dusty mauves if you're soft, all the way to the blue purples. Those are cool colors and those look best on someone with cool undertones. I, I specifically name those colors, those range of colors, because those are differentiators for me. 
Someone who has cool undertones is not going to really look good in orangey, golden yellow. It's just not really going to vibe. And someone who has warm undertones doesn't really look great in magenta pinks and blue pinks. It just doesn't work. Okay. So if you can figure out what your undertone is, then you can say, okay, well, I'm either bright and warm, soft and warm, or I'm bright and cool or soft and cool based on what we just talked about. So you can wear bright and cool colors best or soft and cool colors with like a dusty, dusty cool colors, bright and warm colors or soft and warm colors, which are more earthy colors. Now, what people don't, the where it begins to get confusing and people get caught up is that they'll say, well, I'm pretty sure based on your description, Jen, that I have warm undertones, but I can wear blue. I wear blue really, really well. And I wear green really, really well. So I must be neutral. And the thing is, is that's where it gets confusing because just because you have warm undertones doesn't mean you can't wear cool colors. And just because you have cool undertones doesn't mean you can't wear warm colors. On the cool side of the color wheel, you've got a range of colors from, from true blue all the way through green, which is also, believe it or not, on the cool side of the color wheel. I know it doesn't feel like it should, but it is. And all those colors in between from your turquoise blues to your teals, green blues, green, blue greens, etc. Those are all cool colors and they all look amazing on everyone. So it doesn't mean that you're neutral. It just simply means it's part of your color palette. Mm -hmm. And on the cool side, if you are cool, if you have cool undertones, there are a few warm colors that you can still wear, believe it or not. One of them is true red. So true from true red going over into the cool side. So you go into the pinks and then into the magentas. As soon as it starts to get to, get to be an orangey red, not so much. And then believe it or not, true yellow, which is really hard to find in manufacturing terms, which is why most people who have cool undertones say I can't wear yellow because it's, it's hard to find the perfect yellow because usually there's a little blue added, which makes it kind of a, a greeny yellow or it's, there's some red added where it makes it kind of a, a orangey yellow. And there's that true yellow is tough, tough to find, but it's a warm color and they can wear that too. Yeah. Well, it's so funny that you mentioned yellow. That is the number one color that I get pushed back from, from clients on okay. yellow. They're yeah. like, well, no, I can't do yellow. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing like with the blue, right? Like yeah. someone who is more soft, yellow is a very, yellow is the brightest color in the spectrum. So mm -hmm. it, it is, it is bright even at its truest form. And so a lot of people just don't feel good, comfortable in being in the brightest color. It's, it's like putting a, you know, big sign on you. So that you have to really, really own it to wear the bright yellow. But someone who is more on the softer side anyway, probably looks better in yellow with, I'm going to use some artist terms here, a little bit of black added, which actually turns it into an olive green. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that looks good on everyone universally because you, you probably just went down the whole conversation of universal colors and it's still the same hue it's yeah, just yeah. altered slightly right right so, so it's chroma and then it's temperature and um you know i we did talk about universally flattering colors um in one of our episodes and because you know people want to know on camera like what they can wear that will really enhance them and not look 
distracting or, um, or, you know, bring attention away from what they're saying. So really the, the, the ideal thing to do is to, to think about what your colors are, what best suits your features and your skin tone, and then take it one step further. And based on what the universal colors are that look good on camera, pick from those colors what, um, you can best wear on camera. And, um, and, and so, you know, combine these two episodes combined are a great little, um, you know, study on what colors would make you look great on camera and, um, and, and, and be the least distracting, but still be in harmony, um, and, and be uh, pleasing to the eye of the observer. So, um, that's really, uh, really good information. And it's so funny as we keep talking about this, I just realized more and more the science of color. Um, I'm kind of an academic. I love science behind things. So it's really fascinating to me when we're talking about that. And, um, and I don't think people realize just how involved that is. And that, I think that's why it feels complicated sometimes when we're trying to figure out summer, winter, spring. Oh, but I can, I can be in between too, <laughs> you yes. know? Yeah. So that's, that's where it gets a little bit confusing. And there's always like these general guidelines, which I give a lot of my clients because um, people want to know like a rule of thumb and they don't want to think about it so much. But if you want to dig deeper and, and dive deeper, then you really have to um, go through a process like yours yeah. to, to really, uh, to really get that. So um, the other thing I wanted to ask you about is neutrals. Okay. Um, are there, is there a way to determine, because a lot of people want to be wearing a lot of black and they want to wear bright whites and those are great neutrals, but is there better neutrals that suit different people? For instance, I mean, we talked about best colors for you. Are there best neutrals for you? And is that something you work with? Um, oh, yeah. Okay. Can you tell us oh, a little yeah. bit about that? Yeah, totally. So, all right. So your best neutrals. Okay. <laughs> so one of the ways to find out your best neutral is to look at yourself in the mirror. Okay. So you, the colors that you have naturally in your overall coloring and tone in your eyes, your hair and your skin, all those colors are perfect for you. So if you look at your hair and you look at the darkest color of your hair and the medium tones of your hair, those are beautiful, perfect neutrals for you. So for me, for example, camel browns, which it may be hard to see on the on video, but camel browns and warm beiges, creams, all are great neutrals for someone like me. Someone who has, you know, really, really dark hair that might be uh, maybe almost black with a little bit of blue hint are gonna look great in black. They're gonna look great in, navy, in a deep navy blue. And because they have such deep, deep hair, they're probably gonna look amazing in just bright, bright white. Mm -hmm. So look at your natural, just look at your natural tones in you to find those uh, perfect neutrals. My husband, for example, has a blend of grays and like taupey browns in his hair. And when he wears a cool taupe brown, it's perfect. It's absolutely perfect. And also gray right? If he wears gray, it's also absolutely perfect. And it's a very neutral look. So when you're wearing neutrals, it's a neutral look. I love wearing neutrals personally. I, I love to combine all those things. So the other one last tip I'll give you about neutrals and really with any of the colors that you're choosing to wear is to just kind of be aware of your overall uh, contrast and depth. So for me, for example, I'm very light, right? Light hair, light eyes, light skin, low contrast, anything super dark on me is going to look a little off. It's going to look a little heavy on me. And that's true for anyone that kind of has an overall fairness about them. They're going to want to keep their colors and their neutrals medium to light. For someone who's got really, really dark features, 
those darker neutrals are going to look better and possibly the lighter ones not so much so even though i have warm undertones and i say cream looks great on me i've had a lot of people come to me who have much deeper hair and eyes and tell me they don't like wearing it because it washes them out and they're probably right yeah so if you've got warm chocolate brown hair warm chocolate brown is a perfect neutral for you and so you can play with that yeah, no, that is a great explanation. What a great rule of thumb uh, for people when they're trying to figure out what neutrals to incorporate into their closet, because I believe that neutrals are sort of like the glue that kind of pulls your outfits together oh, too. Totally. sometimes. So it is, they are really important to invest in. So um, that, that, that's a really great um, way, a strategy of figuring out where to go yeah. with that. Um, so it, again, just kind of going back, it's so interesting at the depth of what color is, right? You've got so many different ways of looking at colors. There's color psychology, you know, what colors, you know, allude to certain emotions. There's the best colors for your tone. That's your expertise. There's the best colors on camera. There's universally better colors as the feng shui of colors. This is what's so fascinating about the, the, the science of color. There's so many ways to look at it. Yeah. Um, and, um, and I, I just, so I, your focus though is always about aligning, like what is the best color for your, for your features and skin tone? Is that correct? Is that yeah. your genius? Yeah, because it is the, it's a baseline, right? And this is why I tell everyone because sometimes people get caught up, right? They're like, they'll look at their color palette and they'll say, oh no, no, I, I, I black's not in it. I love the word black. Why? It's not in there. And, and the thing is this, is that the color palette is, is, is designed to be the most harmonious right with your overall coloring and tone yeah. it's what i consider your best most flattering but like like you said it's just a guideline mm -hmm. and as long as you have an idea of what you're what the i want to use rules even though i don't like the word rules but as long as you know what the kind of the rules are then you can break it and you can do whatever you want because ultimately i want you to have the confidence then just try something and, and you know discover it uh so the color palette is just there to give you that foundation to play with, yeah. right? I, I mean, we're soul sisters because I don't use the word rules either. I use yeah, guidelines I like because the, <laughs> I know rules feel like, you know, you're in school and you have to follow them and policy. And it's like, no, no guidelines because there has to be exceptions to everything, especially when you're playing with design and oh, creativity, totally. right? Creativity, you can't really, you have to drive side of the line. So, so I really appreciate that you think of, uh, of color in those terms as well. So we covered chroma and temperature. Those are the one and two. Is there anything else past that point to help the audience really um, hone in if they were doing it themselves um, on how to figure out their best colors? Yeah, and so, um, and I kind of already answered it, so this will be a little shorter for you. So yeah. it is that depth, that's number three. So, and when I say depth, so we talked about the neutrals, right? Like we don't want them to be too dark or too heavy or too light, which again, we're looking for harmony, right? So you don't want something so different from your overall natural, um, you know, coloring and tones. Um, one of the, but one other thing about depth I'll add to it is that it has to do with also your level of just overall intensity. I use the word intensity a lot. And when I think of intensity, I think of pigment and like your overall coloring of your hair and eyes and skin and just your overall intensity as far as contrast. So individuals who tend to kind of read more on the soft side have a lower intensity in their coloring. It's a little bit more muted. It's a little bit more grayed. And I'll use that word just generally, but it's just softer, less intense. And so therefore their colors are less intense. 
someone like me who I wear bright and warm colors, because I'm so light and fair and I stick to the lighter colors, the really true bright chroma colors on me are almost too intense because my overall coloring, even though I need the brighter colors, I don't have as much intensity. But if you were to take someone looks similar to me that has natural red hair, now you've added intensity. Mm. Now you've added pigment to the hair, for example. And now you can up that color palette and have it to be more bold and rich. So when you describe someone, those are the colors typically that that person's going to be able to wear really, really well. So I hope that helps. Yeah, no, it, it does. I mean, this is a very involved topic. And that's why there are experts that help people figure out their colors and help them put outfits together for colors, right? Mm -hmm. um, a PK is, uh, she's saying black could be your invisibility cloak. <laughs> so it, that that's interesting. Yes, PK. Um, PK is a feng shui expert. So she uses color a lot. Um, in her work. So she can definitely relate to this topic. Mm -hmm. um, so I just want to thank you, Jen. And I want to say that we always conclude the Waste Up Wardrobe um, show with the Waste Up Wardrobe weekly wrap up. And what that is, is our expert always gives the big major takeaway uh, from the from our topic. So takeaway, and then she lists the tools and tips. And finally, action, because we want to spring people right into action right now um, and get them, you know, started on thinking about what their best colors are. So can you give us the biggest takeaway from today? If we take nothing else? Yes, the biggest takeaway, honestly, is to really just Find a color that you just absolutely love and it feels good and wear it as much as possible. <laughs> and I say that's not that you should have all one color in your wardrobe, but I do feel like sometimes that positive energy of just wearing something that makes you feel good can just transcend into all areas of your life and to start to open you up to play with other colors and experiments and that kind of a thing. So just wear what you love, truly, truly, wear what makes you feel really, really good. Isn't that fascinating? That's exactly my rule of thumb, too. It's like, you know, if you wear it and you own it, it will look great. It will look great. Yeah. So how about tips? What are the main tips you think that people need to walk away from today? Okay. So tips. So number one tip is uh, we really didn't talk too much about how colors kind of convey different messages. But I will very quickly say this. This will be part of the tip. Consider what kind of message that you are wanting to send out whether you're on zoom or you're in a meeting or you're having talks with people darker colors are going to be more serious more medium lighter colors are going to be more light and more engaging and so think about your message and what kind of i'm sure she christine probably uses the same words what kind of statement are you trying to make because if you're trying to be friendly and engaging when you're wearing uh, black or super dark colors you're going to be a little bit more unapproachable so consider that okay mm -hmm. Um, if you want to feel a little bit more approachable and friendly, uh, the best colors to wear are they're going to be the colors that you actually gravitate towards for your lipstick and blush. I call them blushing colors. <laughs> they are the best colors to wear when you want to feel approachable. In fact, Christine's wearing one of the <laughs> blushing colors on, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. And, um, and the last thing is if you want to be, feel a little bit more authoritative, a little bit more powerful, wear your power colors. They're going to be typically, uh, navy blues, your purples, red, and believe it or not, uh, green, true green. Those are going to be power colors and you're going to feel really, really strong wearing those colors when you have to present or be an authority within a conversation. 
Well, I love that you uh, you told us about that because we did we did not actually talk about that, and that is a really important thing. And we did talk about how black can come off as very harsh yeah. in our um, in our episode on color. So, um, thank you for reiterating that reiterating that from your perspective because that is really important. Is there anything else I didn't ask you that you have to tell us before we move on to tools? Oh my gosh! So, well, uh, before we move on to tools, so one more th well. Your, my opinion of the most flattering color would be the colors that match your eyes. So okay. I call them eye popping colors. And so oh. even if you have really dark eyes, most people, when you shine a light, even in the dark eyes, you're going to see a color come through. So, you know, warm eyes are going to, warm brown eyes are going to have the golden yellow in them. If they're cool brown eyes, you might see some blue in there. And of course, someone like me who's got greens and blues and stuff in there, you wear those colors. It's one of those colors people go, oh my God, that color makes your eyes look so green. And it doesn't know why, but it just feels so good. So that's just the color I think universally you can just wear and just feel really great. You don't need a color analysis for that. Yeah. No. Well, I think that's absolutely true because, you know, it's, it's, it's those the, the it's those little details in your eyes that pop because it brings out that detail in your eye. And so funny yeah. because that happened to me with um, like a deep velvet mustard yellow that oh, yeah. I put on and I took a picture in it and I was like, I was surprised because I didn't expect that. And it was it's one of my very favorite pictures. So um, that is um, really, really good point. Whatever those little sprinkles and speckles in your eyes and your iris really will enhance your look. Yeah. So how about how about tools? Is there a tool or a couple tools that you can recommend for the audience that can help them with the process of figuring out their best colors? Yes. So my my favorite tool to recommend is the color wheel. Now I have mine. I'll just show you, but it can be, honestly, it can be any color wheel. This is just mine just to demonstrate. And the way that I love, the, the reason I love the color wheel f is because it opens you up to giving you ideas of combining different colors. It's really easy, obviously, just to wear your neutral and a color that you love. It's even more fun when you get to start to express your creativity in how you pull those colors together. So you can always just simply just wear a neutral and a color, but you can use your color wheel to really create some amazing color combinations. And I will demonstrate very quickly so we don't run out of time. But if I were to, I will show you in a second, if I were to point the arrow to the color that I'm wearing, okay? So it's gonna be about right in here. Then all these little windows here that you see are color combinations that you can play with to create some really interesting stylish combos. So even when you're not on a Zoom camera, you can play with, you know, um, olive green down, wait, I have to use this, this hand, olive, you know, olive green as pants or something like that with this shirt or, or jacket if you're on camera. You can play with that and have just so many fun different color combinations from being very dynamic to being very subtle. And it's just that one extra little style extra that you can add to your outfit that just can take you from wearing what everybody else wears to wearing to being like that person. They're like, God, she's always got some cool color going on, you know? So I love that tool. tool ever. So I love, I love that tool because what it does is it actually gives you a guide of how to combine colors without being afraid that you're doing something wrong. Cause that's, that's one of the biggest things. So sometimes uh, a, a lot of women don't want to do the wrong thing, but that tool is great. And so how can people get that tool if they wanted to invest in that? Oh yeah. If you actually just go to your and then go to uh, shop up at the top, 
and you'll find you'll find color wheels right there. You can yeah. even search for it too, and it'll and it'll show up. So awesome. It might even be as simple as saying your colorstyle.com slash color wheels, but don't don't quote me on that. But okay. Well, I'm sure people will find it. And we'll put the link in the in the okay. comments for people to 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 track down. We'll also link um your book um uh, because that has a lot of great tools in there too. Can we see the cover of that book? You can see oh, look oh at that. there it is. Oh, gosh, thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And so a lot of what you talk about here, of course, you go much more into depth in, in your book. And so that is a really great reference guide and tool, wouldn't you say? <laughs> oh, yeah, because it will lead into my free gift for you guys here in just a second. So, yeah, it this will the book shares my story a little bit more. I, I briefly shared it at the very beginning of this of this chat. Um, so the, the book definitely dives a little bit more into that in my exploration of color, not only in the colors that I wore, but also how I added it into my life and how it kind of just moved me forward. So it tells a lot of my story in here. And then it goes into five signature colors. And then can I share the? Yes, of course, please. And so th it comes with a, with the course, but, but you don't have to buy the book and you don't have to pay for the course because we're going to give you a link to it for free for watching. Yes. And, and the so trigger word, let me just tell everybody the trigger word since we're there right now. Um, uh, put in the in the chat box um, uh, hashtag chroma and shine because remember chroma is the first thing you need to figure out when you're trying to figure out your co color so cr hashtag chroma and shine will get you this amazing uh, gift that uh, Jen you're so generous generously offering our audience today yeah so it's an online course it's called discover your five signature colors we talked about two we talked about blushing we talked about eye popping there's three others and they're all you don't need a color analysis to get your five signature colors and so it's just it's an online course there's a little video of me explaining each of the the different colors so it's really quick really fun and light and it's just fun it's just fun just to start to collect your colors and start to live in them and wear them so yeah, no, that's awesome. So we have Sue Deer and, and PK. They, they put in hashtag chroma and shine. They are going to take advantage of this wonderful offer. Thank you. Thank you for that, uh, Jen. Finally, give us some action items. Put us right into action so that we can. And Sarah Coolius is also, uh, wanting to, uh, join in on that. Sarah, thank you for joining. And Eloise, thank you so much. Um, action items. Tell us okay. a couple action items. Action items. So. Decide what kind of style statement that you are wanting to make, whether it is you want to be approachable, quiet, bold, loud, serious. And based on that, right, we talked about serious being dark, friendly being like you're blushing, right? Bold, it's going to be a bold color. Light might be like a pastel. And then go into your closet now and start looking at what you have available and start to kind of make a connection with that message that you're sending with the colors that you've got and start to just play with that and wear that. So if you're going out with friends or you want to be more approachable, is there like a pink in there that you can wear? And if you want to be more feeling more powerful or more in control, is there a power color that you can wear? And just take a little bit of an audit of your closet and the colors you already have, including, you know, and look at your scarves and stuff too, right? We're getting into the colder weather now, to, at least on the East Coast we are. So you can look at that too. Yeah. And you're in Virginia. So, uh, but you know, the world is flat now. We're very, uh, very much connected in our virtual world, which is yes. so fitting to when we're talking about waste up wardrobe, of course. So Jen, thank you so much. This is a wealth of information. We've got so many people interested in Chroma and Shine. We got Amani Rabia from Egypt. We have, uh, mm -hmm. Cheryl Fisher, Tina Torres, Eloise Cahill. Um, and so if they wanted to actually access the course, let's just give everybody some clarification. There is a 
link and we will put it in the chat box also. Um, and we can reach out to you individually because now we know who wants it. And we'll definitely put the link in that chat box so they can reach out and, 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 and claim that. Um, so thank you, Jen. There you have it. Uh, Waste Up Wardrobe uh, audience, uh, your tips, takeaways, tools, and action items so you can get right into action. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Jen, for presenting for us today. And uh, join us next week at the same time, same place, same Zoom room at Waste Up Wardrobe on our Facebook page at 1130 because we have another very, very special guest coming on. Uh, she is an emotional health coach who will be talking to us about the emotional effects of really being in front of a screen for as long as as we have been. I mean, we are clocking in eight to 10 hours on the screen and she will be talking to us about um, what are the emotional effects of those of that? Because people are being impacted in that way. And it's, you know, just a new generation of being uh, virtual. And she will give us tips on how to counteract those um, those negative effects and um, and make it a positive experience, of course. So join us next week. Uh, be sure to go on iTunes, download us, um, uh, subscribe to this uh, podcast and give us a review and a rating because we'd really appreciate that. That would really help us. And join us next week and bring a friend. Mm -hmm.